remember getting out of college and hearing in the business that I worked in, knowledge is power, Renee. You have to have knowledge. You have to be the one in the know. You always need to be knowing what's going on because that puts you in a position for everything else, for promotions, for rewards, for honors with clients. You need to know that knowledge is power. And I bought into that for a long, long time until I met wisdom. Wait till you hear today what God has to say about wisdom. Stay tuned because you're going to want to hear this. Welcome to episode 37 of the Well-Versed Woman podcast. I'm Renee Teller. And I'm Teresa Morgan. You see, Renee and I are two perfectly imperfect women who have a heart to share our life's journeys and our faith with you. And our faith is all about God and a relationship with God. And we know that in order to hear from Him, we need to plug into that power source every single day. And so that's exactly what we do before we start every episode. We're going to ask you to be still, preferably close your eyes if you're not driving, and just take some slow, deep breaths and ask God, actually invite Him right now, this very minute, to open your eyes, your ears, and most importantly, your heart to what He would say to you today. So we're going to take 20 seconds to do that, and they start right now. That's it. That's 20 seconds. And I am so excited about our topic today because I always prided myself in the understanding and the knowledge that I had in my profession. You may have joined us many times before this to know Teresa and I are both CPAs. We actually met before that, but we worked for the same firm as CPAs. And so, yeah, we get kind of a certain cerebral head knowledge for accounting and numbers and all that stuff most people don't even like. And that knowledge has been key and it has served us well. But I love this definition, Teresa, knowledge and the capacity to make due use of it is what wisdom is all about, the capacity to make due use of that knowledge. It's so cool. Wisdom is, I I can't wait to share all we have about wisdom today. Absolutely, Renee. You know, wisdom is one of the things as you're reading the Bible, especially the book of Proverbs, the book of Psalm, there are really books about wisdom. And you'll see that God personifies wisdom. And he even says that she, wisdom, was with him when he created the earth and the moon and the stars. Wisdom was guiding him. In that very same wisdom we're going to see from God's word today is the wisdom that God wants to impart to us. It's so funny because we think of wisdom as something that our grandparents had. (laughs) And as we get older, we realize we are getting more and more wisdom. But I love when you've heard probably, Teresa, and I've said it certainly about my son, Patrick, 
He is wise beyond his years. So wisdom is not just something for the aging or elderly, is it? That's exactly right. You know, there are many gray-haired people, of course, that would uh, exemplify an elderly person who don't have a lot of wisdom, who have gone through their life and have had tragedy after tragedy. And You know, you see those who, for whatever reason, just haven't had great success in their life. And then you see others, you see young people having a tremendous amount of success and prosperity and health because they're applying lady wisdom. So let's dig right into God's word today. And let's look at some of these beautiful scriptures. And of course, we're going to see a lot in the book of Proverbs, which is the, the book of the Bible that proclaims wisdom. One of the first scripture that talks about wisdom is Proverbs 9, chapter 9, verses 10 and 11. It says, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and the knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. God's word says, for by me your days will be multiplied, and the years of your life will be added to you. Wow. So God is saying, if you reverence me, and if you apply your faith to obtain wisdom, it will actually add years to your life. Wow, Renee, people are taking supplements and going to the gym, hoping that that will add years to their life. But God's word is saying, of course, in addition to all those good healthy habits, God's word says that when he gives us his wisdom, it will actually add years to our life. Wow, that is amazing. And I love also that this isn't something that we wait around for. Just like you're talking about with the other healthy habits that we do, we have to take action. We have to take action to go to the gym. We have to take action to eat healthy. We have to take action to pursue wisdom, don't we, Teresa? That's exactly correct. Proverbs chapter four, verses five through eight says, get wisdom, get understanding. Do not forget nor turn away from the words of my mouth. Do not forsake her and she will preserve you. Love her and she will keep you. Wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom. And in all you're getting, get understanding. Exalt her and she will promote you. She will bring you honor when you embrace her. Wow. So when someone says, get something, Renee, you're exactly right. Get is a verb. that It's an action word. Get wisdom. So again, how do we get this, right? Where are we going to get it? Well, as we can see in John 14, 26, Jesus talks about the Holy Spirit that you and I have talked about on many episodes. And Jesus says, the helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all things that I said to you. Wow. So as Christians, we have the Holy Spirit living inside of us. And when we ask for wisdom, when we pray, God is going to start imparting the wisdom that we need for any and every situation in our life. You know, Teresa, that's so amazing. It reminds me of my prayer time in the morning. And oftentimes, and you know this, I work on different courses and online things that I do and speaking. And 
in the morning, I ask for the wisdom to bring to my remembrance. Hey, Lord. Hey, Holy Spirit. Can you remind me when I learned about this and what I went through to learn about it so that I can use that to share with others so that they can kind of jump over all the crazy steps I might have gone through? But I actually have to stop, Teresa, in the morning before I start my day, especially when I'm in a creative mode of creating things, to ask the Holy Spirit to bring to my remembrance all these things that I went through, which have brought me the knowledge and wisdom that I have today. So that's really neat to see it right in the Bible in black and white, right? I love that, Renee, because as we approach God and as we spend time with Him daily in prayer, what we're doing is we're coming humbly to Him. We're recognizing our need for Him. We're not proud. We're not haughty. We're saying, Father, we need you in this area, and we need your wisdom in that area. So we must be humble and realize our need for God and His instruction, knowledge, and wisdom. And He gives it to us freely, the book of James says. If you ask He will give liberally without reproach. But let's look what James chapter 4, verses 5, 6, and 7 says. It says, Or do you think that the scripture says in vain, the spirit who dwells in us yearns jealously, but he gives more grace? Therefore, he says, God resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Therefore, submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. So, The interesting thing here is that God loves when we come to him. He loves when we ask. And by doing that, that puts us in a position of reverencing God, exactly what the Bible says, what we open this podcast with, that the fear of the Lord or the reverence of God is the beginning of wisdom. And he is such a good father. He can't wait to give us the wisdom in the instruction that we need on a daily basis. You know, Renee, it says in Psalm 32, 8, God is saying, I will instruct you and teach you in the way in which you shall go. I will guide you with my eye. Wow. Who doesn't want God's guidance on a daily basis? I know I do, Teresa. That's for sure. You know, something else that you said about how God loves when he comes to us. You know, I think about so many of you listening, I'm sure have children. And if you don't, you can think about your relationship with your parents. I know families who have children that are estranged from them, that maybe they're not talking. And the the parents are to a point where they want to reach out and they want to reconnect with the child. But guess what? They can't because unless that child wants the relationship, the parent can't force themselves on it. God's the same way. So when you say he loves when we come to him and ask him for instruction or how should I do this, every little thing, you know, I think that's one of the biggest things I've learned in my walk is there is nothing too small that I can't ask God for any different than anything too small that I would 
be upset that my child asked me for. I mean, nothing, right, that we wouldn't give our children. How much bigger is God? How much bigger is his heart than my heart? How much more perfect is he than, you know, my imperfections as a parent? He is all perfection and he just desires that love and relationship for us to come to him. So I love that, Teresa, because exactly what you're saying We want this wisdom. We want direction for our life. We want to know where he wants us. Pray without ceasing. So ask and believe it's done, but then ask and be grateful that it is done, even if you don't see it's done. So that was a lot in there, but we need to ask him. We need to ask him. We, we sure do. You know, the Bible says, I believe it's in Matthew, and I think we're going to look at this perhaps next week, but the Bible says, ask seek and knock. For when you ask, you will receive. When you seek, you will find. And when you knock, the door will be opened. You know, another favorite verse of mine is Jeremiah 29, 11 and 12. And 13, it says, this is God talking. And he says, I know the thoughts I think toward you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you a future and a hope. Then you will call upon me and go and pray to me and I will listen to you, and you will seek me and find me when you search for me with all your heart. So, you know, God is a God that not that does not look at the outside. He looks at the inside, and he's interested in our heart, that innermost person, the spirits that he made us to be. And he says, when we seek him, we will find him. And that goes right along what we're saying today, that in the praying and in the seeking, God is going to start imparting that wisdom to us, Renee. And it's a marvelous way to live because we know the abilities and the love of God. Boy, you put those two things together, the ability and wisdom of God and the love that God has for us. And wow, that is a perfect recipe for success. It sure is. I can't stress enough some of the great words you used, which was deliberate or um, consistent, I mean. I love the word deliberate, but consistent and focus, right? We've talked before, and everybody knows this, what you focus on becomes reality. So when we talk about getting wisdom, that word pursue is so much bigger to me, Teresa, than just the word get, right? To pursue something. We think about, you know, when Peter pursued me to get married, you know, when we pursue something that we really, really want, we go after it with all our heart, mind, soul, and strength. And that's what we need to do. So in order to do that, the the game changer for me, Teresa, was when I got really, really consistent. When the time with God became so important to me that everything else had to go by the wayside. You know, there there are life and death situations where maybe that morning I didn't get to spend time with the Lord because I was at the ER. Or, but I mean, really, it's come down to that, that 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 time, and it doesn't have to be morning, right? But it's a special time. We have 24 hours in a day that we set aside. And I know for me, it can be as little as five minutes. 
but the consistency God so honors and he realizes that we mean it, that we mean business, that we are pursuing him and pursuing wisdom. That's absolutely right. You know, Renee, as I'm listening to you, I just love that because isn't that really the definition of seeking God with all your heart? Isn't that, couldn't that be a Webster's uh, definition of pursuing, pursuing someone, pursuing a goal? You're doing it with all of your heart, with all of your soul, with all of your mind. And that's what God beckons us to do. You know, and I love that it's not just wisdom to act, right? Instruction to make our lives successful. But what I love also about going to God is what is found in Psalm 16, verse 11. The Bible says, you make known to me the path of life. In your presence, there is fullness of joy at your right hand on our pleasures forevermore. You know, there have been times when it's inexpressible joy when I've gone to him in prayer, and there's just a sense of peace and contentment knowing that I'm in the presence of the Father and knowing that I am speaking to him and that the two of us are collaborating together. And the joy that comes is really inexplicable. It's, it's such a beautiful way to live. And from that, we go out into the world and share that love. You know, Romans 5, 5 says, we are a depository of the love of God. The love of God has been shed abroad in our hearts by Christ Jesus. So when we go and seek him, when we ask for wisdom, he is the refueling station of our lives. We're refueled not only with instruction, but great joy and great love so that we can then go out and help others and give out that love which has been deposited in our hearts. And I love today the world we're living in that is so beautifully different in so many ways from when we started this journey, Teresa, where we can actually take these phones that are in our hands, I think, 24-7, and we can get the Bible recited, the Word of God recited. We can listen to these scriptures and these pastors who have podcasts and whatnot and get, we can listen to the well-versed woman and get an understanding of the Word of God because it's difficult to do it alone, but we also need that time alone with God, that quiet, still time for Him to speak to us while we are being very, very quiet. I, I love it. And the more I did it, the more I would sit down and I felt like he was right there with me and I could hear him. As you grow in your journey with God, it's like you learn how to hear him and he shows up quicker and quicker. It doesn't take me 15 minutes to quit trembling because I can't sit still long enough. Now I'm able to sit still. I'm able to receive the wisdom that he imparts to me. And it's a beautiful thing. We need to be patient. It takes time to grow a relationship. How long have some of you been married? It takes time to grow a relationship. It sure does, Renee. I, I was thinking, I was going to say to our listeners that I pick up on your voice, Renee, in a snowstorm because 
We've known each other for so long and I don't need to see your face. I just have to hear your voice and and I know you're there. And it's the same way with God. You know, I think, Renee, that would be a great podcast to talk about um, hearing the voice of God because Jesus says, "My, my sheep hear my voice and that of a stranger they do not follow. But suffice it to say here is, Absolutely, Renee. And, you know, listeners, don't get anxious that you're sitting there and you're like, Lord, you know, speak to me. Nothing's coming to my mind. Uh, Just open his word. Start reading the word out loud. Start praying and talking to God. And sooner or later, as the old saying produces, it says, if you hang around the riverbank long enough, eventually you're going to slip in. And that's what it's like as we grow our faith and as we sit with the Lord on a day-to-day basis. I love, Teresa, though, the book of Proverbs. There are 31 Proverbs. There's one for every day of the week. It's known as the book of wisdom. So what you're saying, Teresa, just open the Bible and start reading out loud and praying you know, Proverbs is a great way to to start something like that. But Teresa prays the scriptures always, not just the book of Proverbs. And there's wisdom in every jot and tittle, as they say, which is every single bit of the Bible. Right, Teresa? There sure is, Renee. I can remember reading Proverbs chapter 2, verse 7, that says, He stores up sound wisdom for the upright, and he's a shield to those who walk uprightly. So he stores it up. And, you know, I think of a country setting, and I think of a barn and a big old silo, and I think of, you know, God storing up like grain in a silo. He stores up, and it's already stored up for each of us. And I have a silo with my name on it of wisdom. And Renee, you have a silo of wisdom with your name on it and Peter and and on and on uh, for all those that are his children. And what we have talked about in this podcast is asking for it. And what a beautiful way to ask than to go into the Bible. And let's look at some of the prayers that Paul actually prayed. I love to pray Paul's prayers. This one we find in the book of Colossians. Chapter 1, verses 9 and 10. And if I may tonight, Renee, I would like to pray this for you and for me and for all of our listeners. So, Father, I thank you and I praise you. You're so good, Lord, and you're so faithful. Your word says you who promise you are faithful. And so tonight, Father, I lift up my voice for Renee and her family, myself and my family, and for all the listeners to the Well-Versed Woman podcast, their families, their loved ones. Father, for this reason, we also, since the day we heard it, we do not cease to pray for all of us and to ask that you, that we may be filled with the knowledge of your will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding. Father, I pray that we may walk worthy of you, Lord, fully pleasing you, being fruitful in every good work, in increasing the, in the knowledge of God. God, we just lay our, our lives before you. We thank you and praise you. You have a good plan and purpose for each one of us. And Father, that there is great joy in your presence. I just pray, Father God, for grace and anointing, especially during these days in which we're living. Fill our hearts with joy. Help us, Father, 
to achieve the things that you set forth in the blueprints of our life so that when we see you on that good day, we definitely will hear, well done, my good and faithful servant. Father, I thank you and praise you that like everything in life, we, we receive by grace through faith. May our faith grow so that we can have faith that moves mountains in this earth. And I want to thank you and praise you in the name of Jesus. Amen. Well, that was great, Teresa. So what Teresa did there, and when you download the show notes to this podcast, you'll see the scripture that became part of the prayer that Teresa prayed. And so when you say, I don't know how to pray, you open the book and you just say, hey, God, I'm about to pray this to you, and you just start reading. It's that simple. But we have a favorite verse that we hope you've memorized by now if you've been listening since 2020, because it is our foundational scripture for this podcast. What is that, Teresa? Absolutely, Renee. Romans 10, 17, faith comes by hearing. And hearing by the word of God. And that's why we're here. So we encourage you to subscribe, rate, and review so that you can, by hearing, grow your faith. We appreciate you listening. We also have show notes that I just said that you can download and print out. And last but not least, we have a Facebook community group where you can come and interact with us. It's Well-Versed Woman on Facebook. You just ask to join and we'll put you in that group. We can't wait to see you there. Until next week, we love you. Bye now. Love you.